0: All right, all right, all right. You know, I was looking for an opening song and I just went to the top of the country charts and I was surprised to see that the top of the country charts on Spotify is cards down, 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 down. Queen B. So park your Lexus oh. and throw your keys up. Hey. Stick around if I can't slow dance with Yeah, Beyonce on top of the country charts. That was unusual. I was just looking for a random song to play and here we are with Beyonce. Taylor Swift goes pop and the Beyonce, the queen of R&B goes country. This is the upside down world that we live in, folks. I mean, it's got all the elements. I hear the mandolin, I hear everything going. To the right. We to the All right, anyways, uh, Beyonce, uh, Super Bowl weekend. I've uh, been missing for a week. I had a lot of stuff going on, but here we are. We are back at it, and what is going on? Well, we are going to hit it off the top. First off, um, Beyonce goes country, and uh, Biden goes... Um well, he's reaching. This I don't know who his publicist is. I don't know whose idea it was to... Uh, come up with this commercial with biden uh eating chicken around a table with some uh black kids black americans but uh, let's just take a little look at this little uh this is what they think is going to motivate uh black voters who are dropping in droves from the support of biden uh and wannabe black people like michael rapaport who was just on a pbd podcast where he was uh Kind of, kind of starting to lean into the Trump wave. Kanye supports Trump. You know, everybody's out there. Uh, but so the Biden administration, whoever their publicist public publicist is, decided to uh, break chicken with an African American family in uh, hopes of uh, gaining a little support. Let's take a look. Look here at this commercial. It's um, is this too much? Is this trying too hard?
1: I went the route of making sure I had the name of so tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion of sports?
2: I'm playing AAU basketball right now.
0: Are you really? Involved? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now? No. Lucky guess, I think not.
2: Seventh grade. Seventh
0: grade. Right now I'm just doing basketball,
2: playing guard on the GD team for my school. How about in school? How y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the
0: school. Easy, Ike Turner. This academy I'm in.
2: We get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State uh, Wake Tech and then... Yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business. And it's just, it's cool, it's a great experience.
1: I'm impressed. Is that a new program at the school?
2: Yes sir, it is. It just started. Just
1: a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. Right. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, he right. Your dad jumped in front of a bull for you. By the way, we dads are hard to raise once you're a teenager. We're going to race. So you've got to be patient with us, you know
0: what I mean? I see. <laughs> I'm patient. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. Let's, he's making a move, making a move, uh, advertising to the black community because he's losing their votes in droves. Uh, Mr. Biden, man, he's had a hard week. He's had a hard Screen. week. Uh, uh, but hold on. Hold on. Uh, KJP is out to defend the cognitive reasoning of our uh, senile president. And uh, here she goes talking a little bit about Mr uh biden when she was asked a question here we go thanks Green.
3: a new abc news ipsos poll shows that 86 percent of americans think biden is too old to serve another term that is a higher percentage 86 percent we found in a previous poll in september so clearly polling shows this is a persistent issue what is the white house strategy to try and change that perception
4: so look we're going to continue to lead on leadership right we're going to continue to focus on what this president has been able to get done uh what the president has been able to get done uh on behalf of the of the american people uh and look i'll quote a little bit of uh what the first lady said uh i think incredibly well just a couple days ago uh president biden does more in one hour than most people do in a day his age with ex- expertise is an incredible asset and he proves it every day and that's what we believe we believe that his age and his experience because he was a senator because he was obviously a vice president because he has these long um you know long decades of relationships uh with leaders uh, obviously across the globe and what he's been able to do that's what we're going to lean into that's what we're going to speak to
0: the president gets more done in one hour than uh most people do in a full day i find that pretty hard to believe i mean uh i mean getting lost on stage bumbling around i mean he does a lot more errors i believe in one hour than most americans do in one day Uh, Anyways, I thought it was pretty cocky of the president to start talking about shrinkflation. Uh, He had a little Super Bowl ad. I didn't see this when I was watching the game, but it was put out there. And it was Biden talking about shrinkflation. uh, shrinkflation. In other words, he's not getting enough ice cream in his ice cream container. And I wonder whose fault all of this is. Well, uh, I don't know what he's going to do to stop it. But Biden is really pissed that he's not getting all the ice cream that he ordered. Here we go. Super Bowl Sunday.
1: If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrimp inflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure Uh, the (laughs) prices do the right thing now.
0: Uh, uh, Okay, all right. All right, the world's going to hell in a handbag. Uh, We're trying to avoid World War III. This guy wants to take 45 seconds to talk about shrinkflation. That's due to his enormous government just printing money out the wazoo where there is no money left and everything's more expensive and we're getting less product. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks, believe me. I don't want to get a bag of Doritos that's all air and there's only five chips in there. I agree that it is a problem. But is it a presidential problem that's the biggest problem? That's mainly at his own hand, at his own hand. I mean, shrinkflation, you know, companies are companies are, they're corrupt, and they're going to try and make as much money as they can. If that means taking four Oreos out of the bag or shrinking down four ounces on your sports drink and they could turn a bigger profit, they're going to go for that. I get that. I understand that. But of everything going on in this country, the official message, the official message from the White House is uh, that we are go- we are coming after shrinkflation. Well, how about fucking inflation, you dumb? I'm not supposed to cuss on this show. I'm really not. But, I mean, <laughs> Come on, that's priority number one. We've got the largest audience. That's usually, you know, on TV during the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about I don't have enough ice cream. I mean, that just shows you where the priorities of this administration are. Yes, shrinkflation sucks. Yes, I get it, but is, is that, is that you're, you're going to take forty-five seconds to talk about your 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 small? I, 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 who the hell is running this marketing campaign? Who the hell is uh, writing these speeches? Are, are they so out of touches of what's happening in America? Is that what's going on? It's it's just it is absurd. It's absurd. Oh man, I okay. That's what's important, uh, you know. And, and, and you know, uh, KJP was just talking about his cognitive abilities and 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 Americans saying he's too old, and here he is staring like a deer in the headlights into the camera, roaming around the stage, lost once again. We start by welcoming
1: His Majesty, the King of Jordan. He's been a good friend. Abdul, welcome back to the White House, man. Welcome back. And by the way, Barack's looking at you in the corner over there. And along with Cre- Queen Rihanna, who is uh, meeting with Jill now and the Queen and the Crown Prince Hussein. where, is the Prince out here? I thought he was coming out. At any rate, Your Majesty, over to you.
0: All you got to do is just get out of the way. Okay, stand to the right. Oh, fuck. Where did they put the piece of tape on the floor for me to stand? Oh, nope. I, I think it was... No, Mr. it's supposed to be over here. Sorry. Oh,
1: Mr. President.
0: <laughs> just freaking... I mean, come on. If you don't have the common sense to just... just all you got to do is get out of the way. Just get out of the way and stand there. But he's so worried because he's so far out of control that they have told him specifically, when you get done, step back to the right. Or step back to the left, whatever it is, and he's so focused on just that little movement that he that he bounces it back and forth, left to right on the stage. I mean, watch that once again. He looks like those kids that are paying jump rope, just jumping back and forth. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. No, that's that's where he was already moving. Here, here we go. Just get out of the way, Mr. President. All you got to do is get out of the way. No, nope, He started there. I mean, look at that. Hold on. <laughs> I swear to God, he's looking for a tape mark on the floor. He's got to be looking for a tape mark on the floor, right?
1: Mr. Mr. President,
0: oh, my God. And you see him look at the very, very end. You see him looking. uh, Hold on. Where was it? Uh, Right. He's looking off stage right there. That's almost there. He's looking off stage. He's looking for somebody, uh, whoever his uh, director is, that's telling him where to go. Look at him. Just look off the stage to him. All right. Now, all you got to do is walk out the door, Mr. President.
2: Yeah,
0: don't take any questions. Better avoid all those questions. Don't do anything like that. Let me start by welcoming his majesty. All right. Enough picking on Biden. Enough picking on Biden. The poor guy. I mean, this this is turning into elder abuse. I'm partaking in it. I'm sorry for that. Um, Let's see. And this is also just in, according to the Calvin Coolidge Project, and I have no idea who the Calvin Coolidge uh, Project is, but Lauren Bobbert was posting this on X. Uh, they're saying that uh, right here that Joe Biden will not take a cognitive test as part of his upcoming physical exam. The White House Press Secretary, Karin Jean-Pierre, uh, uh, KJP, has confirmed he's not going to take a cognitive test. Now, if at any time in history the cognitive test would be relevant, it would be right now. It would be right now. Uh, I understand, t- n- you know, uh, we're not going to take the test when he's totally got his marbles and everything's in check. But right now, when, when like, senality is on the top of the charts of 86% of Americans are saying this guy is too old to run for president, uh, now you're not going to take the cognitive test. Well, why do you think that is? You think. It's obvious. It's obvious what's going on. He's not going to take the test because he would fail miserably. You know, he he, he would be like that little that little drooling toddler trying to put square pegs in a round hole. Um, it's sad. It is. It is extremely sad. I feel for the man, but you know, it's time to retire the racehorse. This guy's this guy's done. He's done. Done. Oh man! All right, let's get on to the Super Bowl. Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, Taylor Swift and her and her her man that was having a little bit of a roid rage. Roid rage there on the sidelines. You know, I, everybody was post reposting this where he's uh, just yelling Viva Las Vegas, you know, the old Elvis song, Viva Las Vegas. Uh and he got the crowd to chant along with him. And everybody's thinking that 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 Taylor Swift has some second thoughts about her main squeeze here, and it is a little—I mean, you—I think it's overblown. I think it's overblown, but you can't see a little bit of a a, a, what is it? Buyer's remorse, maybe, in Taylor's eyes.
3: Oh,
0: this video keeps pausing.
3: We've been fighting for all right all day. How about a little Viva Las Vegas? Viva Las Vegas! Viva! Viva Las Vegas!
0: <laughs> hey, Elvis never had it better than that right there. Let me tell you. I don't know if that spires remorse she right scared. there on Taylor Swift's eyes. I think it's gonna blown out of proportion. But I, th- I do. I do. <laughs> I know, the guy's just having a good time. You know, you get boosted that many times, you're gonna start, you know, disintegrating a few of your brain cells, but hey, he's just having a good time. But Taylor Swift, uh, you know, the Super Bowl. Uh this little this but this little uh, this little action here, we all saw it. And uh is, is Taylor thinking, it mal. Well, that could be me. He goes over to Andy. He
4: goes, Keep me in. What happened is on the fumble he was not in the game. No Gray
0: went in. Calm down, dude. That's your head coach. He
4: goes over to Andy. It keep me in. What happened is on the fumble, he
0: was not in the game. Gray went in., uh, it's a little aggressive, but I mean, this is a football player. It's in the biggest uh, game of his uh, of this year, uh, by far. Uh, should he have done that? Of course not. I mean, some other people were chiming in about that. I don't know. I'll get to it. I'll find it. here something. Oh, here, yeah, here it is. AJ Brown, uh, let me get my face out of the way. AJ. Brown was saying if that was me, I would have been kicked out of the league uh, coming up and yelling in the coach's face like that. Is he getting a little preferential treatment? Is he getting a little too big for his britches where he thinks he can do, you know, anything that he wants to do at any time? I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit of a rage there. I mean, if I was Taylor, I'd be a little bit concerned about, uh, <laughs> you know, if this guy loses it in the uh, home. Uh, is he going to be <laughs> yelling at me like that? I don't know. It's just a game, right? It's just a game. Relax. It's just a game. uh. <laughs> The other thing thats I don't know whether to laugh or cry at this, but, uh, you know, the other thing that's blown up all over uh, Twitter right now is uh, all the ultra-conservative righties are posting this video of this um – this uh, person that was in the box with Taylor Swift or in the seats with Taylor Swift. I think, what, what is her name? It's ice something. I, I, I forget the name. I was looking her up earlier, trying to get, find out more information about her. She's a hip hop artist from the Bronx. Uh, she went to Catholic school. Uh, apparently she in to sit by Taylor Swift, wear an upside down cross and they are claiming now I have a good friend that he's all about symbolism and I'm sure he will buy into this 100%, but you be the judge. Here's the little clip. And they're saying that this girl here, Little Ice Kim Baby, whatever her name is, uh, the hip-hop artist from the Bronx, is throwing up the devil signs. The devil signs. Here we go. Conspiracy. Illuminati. It's all over the place. Here we go. Ready for it? Boom. Boom. I'll pause it right there. Is that an upside-down cross? Or claiming it's an upside-down cross. This outfit does look—is that a, like a little Catholic collar? I don't know. I know she went to Catholic school when she was younger. I did find that on Wikipedia this morning. Uh, but is this the devil horns? As Taylor, I love it how Taylor Swift is over here just taking a big shot as uh, her friend just throwing up the devil horns, apparently. You know, forget that. I really don't care whether this is a, a little Top Ramen-haired Satanist or what's going on. But I, I just want to focus on Taylor Swift taking this shot here. I mean, she's hanging around with uh, Kelsey's family. I think she's getting a little bit of that, you know, that little bit of a uh, redneck in her just Watch her take this shot. The way she slams it down. You know, she was already filling the buzz. Go get it, Taylor. I have, no, I have no hate towards Taylor Swift. I like some of her stuff. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a Swifty by any chance, but I really like that song that she did with Bone of Air. I think it was good stuff. Taylor Swift with her Satanist friends hanging out, allegedly Satanist friends, according to the conservative uh, right wing that is definitely anti-Taylor. Uh, you know, anti-Taylor, you know, the capitalist that just made like, what was it? Something like $42 billion or something. Uh, anyways, okay. Uh, let's move on. Oh, oh. Uh, as while we're talking about the symbolism, let's get to one more. Let's get to one more. Uh, this is apparently is Usher standing in the eye of this flames, which apparently I need to get an expert on the on the phone to talk about all this satanic symbolism at the Super Bowl. Doesn't this stuff happen every year? This is this stuff happen every year. It's like, oh, there's Illuminati symbols. There's all this other kind of stuff going on. It's uh, you know this, that, and the other. Every every, every big event. All right, let's pa- okay. Pause that. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, I, I want to read this. Uh, here we go. All right, I got you. Shut up. Um, Ice Spice was the girl that was sitting in the booth with Taylor. Uh, they're saying here, this is from Shadow of Ezra. That seems like a very legitimate source on X. It says, Ice Spice, who attended the game of Taylor Swift, was seen making hand gestures associated with satanic symbolism while wearing an upside-down cross. Usher, during the halftime show, was dancing in a fire pit with the Illuminati sun symbolism.
2: All
0: right, well, I mean... Uh, You know, along with Taylor Swift and Usher and satanic symbolism and all the other kind of stuff that's trending on Twitter, uh, one thing that is definitely trending a lot is the conspiracy of the Super Bowl in the NFL. Now, apparently, if you're not aware, and I haven't fact-checked this, really, I'm just going down the rabbit hole from what I'm seeing— the NFL is registered as an entertainment company. It is not registered as a sanctioned sports entity, uh, like college sports or like anything else. The only the only other sporting group that's out there that's registers as a entertainment is the WWF, WWE, whatever it is, wrestling. So the conspiracies are out there is that uh uh the whole NFL, its whole thing is just a scripted uh nonsense. They decide who wins, etc. I don't know. That's a deep rabbit hole to go down, but but there's also a lot of stuff trending about a particular play in the Super Bowl where it should have been second and eight, and magically it appeared to be first and ten. Uh let me get to this right here. I believe it's right here. Yeah. Okay, let's watch this video. And you have to pay attention. I had to watch it a couple times to figure out what the heck is going on. So you look at the bottom clock there, it's first and ten. Uh, you see the line of scrimmage. You see the f- the first down over here. Now, just watch this. This is going to be kind of slow, but this is the shenanigans that were happening in the Super Bowl, and a bunch of people caught it. Here we go. There's Mahomes across the middle. Kelsey. Kelsey. is ahead. has got 11 and a first. All right, so we got a first down. The situation. So it's first and 10. These 2
4: won't be surprised if they combine a couple more times down the field.
0: They're so coming after him. Able to escape. And- now he barely makes it over the line of scrimmage. He got like maybe two or three yards. So it should have be, been, you see in the bottom corner there, it says second down. It should have been second and eight or second and seven. When you have to score a touchdown under two minutes, your mindset is completely different. And with two times. Okay, so they go to the logo on the lower right corner there. You know you've got the safety net of the field goal. And then up pops. Wait for it. First and ten. It's not there. You can throw it away. First and ten. Hold on. Hold on. What shenanigans are going on in the Super Bowl? Is this scripted like the WWE? Is this a conspiracy? I don't know. But here's another view, another angle. These are some guys that were watching this. And here they go. Check them out. Yeah.
3: It's late. And, and I'm the only motherfucker that caught this year. Look, it's first and ten right now. Watch yeah, it. He gets it. it. Right here. Watch. All right. He goes like two a, yards
4: past the line of scrimmage. Two yards. That'll be second, second and eight. Ready? Okay, so it says second down. Yeah. Right, watch it. This It should now be
1: watch. second and eight, second and seven, eight, yeah. right? Second and yeah. eight, what it should be.
4: Watch that. I want to come up here. Look, see, so opposite second down? No, second, seven, second, and eight. Oh, and ten.
0: There you go. Do you believe it? Is this a conspiracy? Is Illuminati taking over the NFL? Is Taylor's friend a Satanist? Is Usher dancing in the eye of the fiery Illuminati symbol? I don't know. I'll tell you what. Honestly, honestly, when Taylor Swift started getting all the attention going going out with Kelsey and all these Swifties were tuning in and the NFL was uh, gaining viewers like crazy and it was going through the roof and then the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl again, I've been sitting back all week unfounded unfounded just personal opinion saying i swear this whole freaking thing is just rigged it's just rigged it's just rigged there's no way that coincidentally the one year that the biggest pop star in existence is really going publicly with dating her football boyfriend uh that they make it to the super bowl and boom they make it to the super bowl and let me show you one more play this is this is another play from football that's going around where people are saying this is this is a this is proof this is definitive proof that this is all a scam, and this is in the Washington Dallas game. Here, check this out. Check out this play. About to cut like no, I don't buy that. Let's rewind that one more time. Let's take a look. Mad lab, man, you might need a gas mask. Bitches in the back, cutting lines. No, that's just two idiots running into each other and missing the tackle. In my opinion, to me, that doesn't bolster the Taylor Swift bolsters the conspiracy theory that the uh, NFL is just entertainment and it's all a scam. But I don't know if that play does, but that play is going viral on the uh, on the internets, the interwebs. Oh, yeah. Here's Ice Spice. Let's bring her up real quick. Let's see who was Ice Spice, the Satanist uh, ISIS. Her name is ISIS. I guess it is. Look at there on the top line. ISIS. Night, Naja Gaston. Uh, born January 1st, 2000, known professionally as Ice Spice. Is an American rapper born and raised in the Bronx in New York City. She embarked on her musical career while studying at college in 2021. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Spice, early life. Uh, uh-huh, uh, bunch of siblings, Dominican. Uh, yeah, I saw on here somewhere that she also went to a Catholic school. So she was aware, um, aware if that was an upside down cross. I don't know if it was an upside down cross. They're claiming it was an upside down cross. They, they the deep state of the conservative side. Yeah. There's a deep state on both sides of the aisle, right? Uh, then there's the deep state that controls Washington, DC. Then there's the deep state that's trying to get the current political parties out. They hang out at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, yeah, a bunch of conspiracies going on. Let's keep going. Let's move our way down through the news. Uh, there's more to that. Yeah, let's get past that story. We already covered this first down in 10 stuff. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the shooter that showed up at Joel Osteen's church in Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, uh, First off, um let me let me talk to you psychopath uh, shooters out there. If you really want to go and, you know, open fire at a church, I don't encourage that by any means, but if you pick one of these mega churches, believe me, you're going to be met with a bunch of guys that are armed, hanging out in the lobbies, hanging around outside. Yes, they're ex PD people are, are off-the-job PD people that attend the church, and they lend their services to make sure that everything is protected, and they, they sit there like they're the FBI in the foyers of these churches in the lobbies, and they look around for nut jobs that come through in trench coats like this person did, and they're just itching to defend the faith and pop a cap in your ass. So if you're a nut job that wants to go shoot up a church, I would definitely highly advised staying away from the mega churches because your ass is going to get smoked so this happened yesterday or sunday um it was a, another transgender shooter with palestine free palestine on her ar-15 and wearing a trench coat you know and, anytime you see the trench coats coming in you gotta really you gotta settle down take a look uh but here it is in the news um and, and we'll get into this a little bit more here in just a second check this out so
2: approximately at 1 53 p.m A female, approximately 30, 35 years old, entered the property on the west side here in the parking lot of Lakewood Church. She entered the building. She was armed with a long rifle and a trench coat with a backpack, accompanied by a small child, approximately four to five years old. Uh, Once she entered, uh, at some point she began to fire I want to compliment the off duty officers who were working extra employment here. One TABC agent, four years of service, 38 years old. An HPD off duty officer, 28 years old, two years of service. Both officers, the officer and agent, engaged striking the female. Uh, she's deceased here on the scene unfortunately a five-year-old kid was hit and is a critical condition at our local hospital that was a 57 year old man who didn't have anything to do with it i don't think was shot in the leg he's seeking treatment in the hospital
0: all right so there we go we we understand what happened uh Let me get this back up apparently i'm not streaming any audio to rumble well that's just too bad i guess i can shut off rumble and actually post this in a little bit let's end that stream there yeah let's end the stream okay let's get back to what we're doing where was it boom 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 all right so this trans person um which is what gets really interesting of course when somebody does a, a crime like this they start digging into uh the background Here's the rap report. You know, we've got some crimes going back to 2005 uh, failure to stop and give info, assault, bodily injury, forgery, theft, uh, possession of marijuana, evading arrest, detention. Okay, all right. and You know, done. not a heavy hitter by any means. Um, but they're definitely uh, uh, taking this and they're making sure the Houston police is making sure they use the proper pronouns. So she has utilized both male and female names, but. Through all of our investigation to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports, she has been identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno, Hispanic female. Oh, good job uh, there, uh, officer uh, from Houston, Uh, making sure those pronouns are correct. You You wouldn't want to offend the person that was attempting a mass shooting, by any means. I mean, you got to keep that under wrap. Um, You know, the Houston mayor, John Whitmer, was commenting on the whole situation. They're all blaming this on mental health, which I would
1: also like to emphasize we need to continue to be aware of mental health issues in our community, indications that mental health played a role in an early investigation.
0: We do have— Okay, yeah, we already saw that. That just leads into the other. Let's get past that. Um, what is interesting is they're saying that she was, she, he, see, I'm politically correct too. Uh, but this is coming out. Uh, you know, when you're talking about the evidence of illegal aliens and voting in the United States, well, this particular shooter, one of the things that they brought up right away was her voting records. Now she, <laughs> she's an El Salvadorian immigrant who is detained by ICE, right? Um, Genesis Marino, who also went by the alias Jeffrey Escalante had a voting record in the 2020 election. Uh, but she had been here. We saw her criminal record. She'd been here since 2005. No word if she was actually, uh, became a, an American citizen. But Blaze Media is taking off and they're not going to even attempt to view and see if that's a probability. And they're going to go straight for the jugular and say this is an illegal immigrant that broke into the country, uh, voted falsely and shot up a church. Here we go.
3: This is exclusive information uh, that was given to me that when you go and search voting records.
0: Can we look at her necklace right right there? I mean, I, OK, hold on. Let me let me let me just pause for a second. She's got an FJB necklace on. Fuck Joe Biden. Now, I 99% agree with that. But of course, I am not unbiased news by any means. But can you really take somebody serious? Okay, FJB necklace. Let's go.
3: All right, back to it. If she, in fact, was from El Salvador, why does she have a voting record? Why is she listed as voting in the 2020 election. And if we could go to that other uh, picture there, yes, there is her voting record. Well, I'll tell you why. She's been here since 2005, you dumb fuck. I won't show you the address, but it's there. And she's voted in the 2020 election, but we've already seen that she's from El Salvador and we've already seen her extensive rap sheet so dating back to 2005 how in the world would she have voted in the 2020 general election? Well, uh,
0: excuse me, uh, Miss Burnett with the FJB necklace on, um, you, you know, it is possible for immigrants to become citizens. You know, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. That is a possibility. So that's a pretty that's a pretty steep uh, conclusion to jump to without any evidence. I mean, it is a possibility. Maybe she was a legal immigrant and she was voting and in in, 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 in she was voting. I don't know. But, I mean, if you're going to come out and make that pl- claim on a big blaze media, uh, I think you should get your little facts. Let's let the rest of this play to make sure she doesn't say she checked to see if she was a citizen. Huh.
3: I think Harris County might have some explaining to do. This is— Okay. All right. Well, no, I guess not. Well, I mean, uh,
0: I don't know. Maybe she is a citizen, maybe she isn't, but, uh... You know, just jump into a little bit of a conclusion there, but th- 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 that is a good conclusion to jump to. I mean, if you want to fuel uh, the flames of the right side of the aisle and get everybody up in arms, it says, "Yeah, illegal immigrant, AR-15 came into a church and shooting up individuals, and she's an illegal, and she was voting illegally, and all this other kind of stuff." Uh, you know, I you would think that 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 whoever that news chick was with the FJB necklace, that she'd put an allegedly in there or something, or a speculative pause and say, "I'm." speculating here or just ask the question uh that would be fair journalism but let's no no let's just jump right to it now on the vein of immigration uh joe rogan man this is a long clip i don't know if i want to play the whole thing but here we go here's joe biden those
4: migrants uh, those cops and beat their ass and then they got
0: all right i talked over it so i'll rewind it he's talking about those immigrants that came in to beat the cops in new york and that fled and we found them in what was it phoenix All right, here we go. When you
4: watch those (laughs) migrants jump those cops and beat their ass, and then they got out of jail with no bail right away. That's trouble. That is why. No, but it depends what you're doing. And they're Tupac in the camera. (laughs) They Tupac the camera on the way out. yeah I didn't see this. Yes. Apparently, those guys have fled. And they got released or deported? They got released. Oh, they're just what? back out. Dude. Yeah, bro, they, they interviewed this one guy. I was watching oh, this YouTube video, that w- what's happening in these hotels. This one guy's been there for seven months. And uh, he said they give him a nice hotel. It's a nice room. He says it's real clean. They give him breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. And he's an illegal immigrant. Yeah. And then there's people that are poor. They're like, hey, what about my family? What about yeah. me? What about us Americans that live here, have always been here, born and raised here? And people just sneak in, and you're giving them all these things you won't give us. Why are you doing this? This is crazy. That's crazy. Is it like a vote? Are they trying to like get new yeah. voters or something? I would imagine, yes. Yeah, That's, but they're not going to
0: be down with it. Have you ever meet like a from you know, Guatemala? Do it,
4: they're doing it right now in New York City. In New York City, they're allowing illegal immigrants to vote. Yeah. This is something they just, is that true? Is that absolutely true? Well, let's make sure, because this is a big statement. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was one of the things that they were trying to do. They were trying to make it so that these people could be documented. And this is what they keep saying. The, 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 the way to deal with the undocumented people is find a pathway for them to be documented. Sure. That's how we've always done yeah. it. It's legal immigration. Now, you might think legal immigration is too...
0: Okay, well, it seems like America's starting to wake up here. I mean, we've been talking about this kind of stuff going on forever, uh, the funding of the legal immigrants. I, I I have a story here somewhere where I believe New York paid $70 million in hotel bills. Uh, there's another story that's coming out of New York where these legal immigrants are, getting, are being given 350 bucks a month when New York but from the state from the state. And while at the same time, New York's poor residents with SNAP benefits, food stamps, and that kind of a, a situation uh, are entitled to about entitled. That's a big word to throw in there, but that's how they, that's how they word it. They're entitled to about 240 or $260 a month. So basically you have, you have better funding from the state if you're an illegal immigrant coming in there and um, you can get 350 as opposed to 240 or 260, whatever it is. Uh, does anybody see that we are out of proportion here? That the 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 priorities of these states uh, to take care of some other countries less fortunate, the immigrants, the illegal immigrants, uh, rather than your own? Uh, we've, we've we've done multiple stories of Im- of veterans getting kicked out of hotels so they can make rooms uh, have the beds for uh, illegal immigrants that the state is flipping the bill for to the tune of seventy seven million dollars in New York. Uh, state. Uh it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And Boston's having the same problem. All these big sanctuary cities are having the same problem. Uh this is uh hold on let me bring this back. I gotta figure out who this girl is. She's um this is Bond Boston Councilwoman uh Julia Miha uh calls on other cities to start taking in immigrants because Boston's getting overwhelmed. And uh and listen to look can you just listen to the not so hidden socialist uh, agenda that's just coming out of this girl's mouth with no problem whatsoever whatsoever um it's 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 all of our responsibilities uh, we you know you you need to share the burden Uh, take from the rich and give to the poor, but it's not in a Robin Hood way, it's a socialist kind of way. Here we go, Um, take a listen.
1: Wellesley, Brookline, you know, cities and towns that have so much more resources um, than the city of Boston. Boston City Councilwoman Julia Mejia thinks more migrants can be placed outside of Boston. I think everybody needs to start opening up their doors because this is a shared responsibility. Controversy over the placement of surging immigrants comes as a new report. You
0: know, I, I've seen this many times. We've seen the the governor of Chicago, this is a councilwoman from Boston. We've seen, I believe, the mayor of Boston. We've seen the mayor of New York. And everybody, and all of them have said the same thing. You need to open up your doors and start taking these people in. Not once have I heard one of those people that are, that are crumbling under the pressure of this immigration crisis, self-inflicted immigration crisis. Uh, not once have I heard one of these politicians that are suffering at the hands of this Other than suggest that we put them in people's private homes, why don't we just cut the, the, cut the problem at the root, root, at the rut, at the root? Why don't you just say, we need to shut the border. We need to, we need to secure our border. Why not say that? I mean, putting people in private homes, that's a big ask. That's a big ask. And why are you so politically divided? Because a lot of these are Democratic mayors on the, on the cities that I mentioned already. Um, why is it such a hard ask for you to enforce the Constitution and protect our borders? That's just a random thought. Just a random thought. No, that's not on their radar. That's not on their radar because uh, there's other agendas at play. Allegedly. If you want to dive down the conspiracy holes, there's other agendas at play, such as, you know, shaping the vote of the future. Let's just say that, you know what I mean? Oh man, nasty stuff. Well, Chicago, Chicago, one other program that they have in Chicago is, uh, they, now this is going viral on Twitter because it's the mayor of Chicago. This mayor of Chicago has definitely said some stuff that is just extremely racist. Uh, it is extremely racist. And, uh, they had a program out where they're delving out $17 million, but According to what's going around online, I haven't seen it in actual black and white text. So this is allegedly what the claims are. There are people on the internet, people, I'm just talking random, random nut jobs that post on X and I kind of delved down those rabbit holes, but they're saying that the Chicago city of Chicago gave $17 million to restaurants to feed immigrants. Uh, but you had to be a black or brown owned business in order to qualify. If you're white, you're shit out of luck. Now they funded 18 establishments with 17 million dollars. So I mean, I'm not expert. I I don't do the Common Core math, but that tells me pretty quick that if there's 18 restaurants, carry the one divided by that means that they each restaurant got damn near close to one million dollars uh, to feed immigrants and black-owned and brown-owned businesses. If you're white, you do not qualify. Uh, that seems a little racist to me. Hmm. Hmm. I'd like to see the statistics, statistics on this. I'd like to see how many people were fed for $1 million per restaurant. I would really like to see that. Uh, I have a feeling that this is money just getting pissed down the drain again in Chicago. But anyways, here's the mayor to talk about this program uh, that he's so proud of. Here we go.
4: The $17 million investment uh, for these... Eighteen black and brown small businesses is really the, um, it really captures what I call the soul of Chicago. It's who we are. Last May, the city of Chicago
0: called on the food depository to help feed new arrivals. It's really who we are. We are a country that will uh, fund your business as long as you uh, – When we'll divide it on race lines because that's not racist whatsoever. That's how you do things. You look at somebody and you pull out the color chart and say, uh, well, we can't get you on the black funding, but you might, you might qualify for the brown funding. Hold on. Let me hold up this color chart to your skin. Uh, yeah, you're just in. You just made it, buddy. Uh, oh, yeah, no, sorry, sorry. You're too white to get this funding for your restaurant if you want to feed the immigrants. You know, to me, it, it's okay. It comes to common sense. It comes to common sense. If there's restaurants out there, and I believe you could probably find 18 restaurants out there in Chicago that are already uh, feeding the homeless or feeding the needy in Chicago, why not fund the ones that are doing what you want done, feeding This is specifically for immigrants. I get that. But if they're feeding the homeless, they'll feed the immigrants, too. Why not find the restaurants that are doing exactly what you want done and then advertise them as a place for immigrants to go and fund them in their in their desire to help the community, regardless of what frickin color they are? No, we're just going to pick 18 businesses that are black or brown owned and give them a million dollars a piece and hope for the best. And we know how efficient this government is, how efficient our politicians are. I would love to see the statistics of the effectiveness on this program, because I guarantee you it is a crap show. And this is what I was referring to earlier. Let me bring this up. I don't know if you can read it on your screen, but, uh, This was uh, New York City announced they'll soon be launching a $53 million pilot program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families housed in hotels. Under the pilot program, migrants will be getting 40% more, 40% more than the state gives to low-income and elderly New Yorkers under the SNAP benefits, food stamps. That's what we're talking about. Can I get this bigger? Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, there we go. Now you can actually maybe read it. Uh, Each immigrant, migrant, would receive about $350 a month. See, I wasn't pulling that out of my ass. I had something to go off of. Each migrant would receive about $350 a month to spend on food and baby supplies as noted by Newsweek. That's more than the maximum allotment that low-income New York residents receive in Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Programs benefits. According to the state's website, single households are eligible for up to $291 a month. So I was off on my numbers a little bit. I I, I apologize. Let me make the statement. I said two forty two sixty, and it is actually two ninety one. Uh, so if you're an American citizen and you're poor and you can't eat, you get two hundred ninety one dollars a month. If you're an immigrant that's showing up here, you get $350 a month, plus you get access to uh, $18 million of uh, free food at restaurants in Chicago, plus you get access to hotels. And that, that number is right down here. Let me scroll up right here. This announcement comes after New York City pledged a $77 million emergency hotel contract to shelter migrant families in early January. Um, I'll tell you what. It pays in this country to be an illegal to to be here illegally it pays because you can get room and board 350 bucks a, a a month but that's per that's per immigrant uh so it's 350 for you you've got your wife here another 350 for them and you got four kids yeah room and board with you know what what's what would be 5 times 350 here let me let me whip out my trusty old calculator uh, let's see 5 times I yes I know you're a math genius. You already got this figured out here. 5 times 350 uh 1750 a month just for food, room and board is taken care of. Man, I would be flooded across the border too. I mean, you can't blame you can't blame the people coming across the border. You really can't. Talking about a land of opportunity and get you set up and get you on your feet so you can establish yourself in a some type of a business or a job here in the United States. I mean, it's it's free money. It's great. Uh now this was a, a stupid this was a ridiculously stupid conspiracy, but because of my knowledge and my expertise in the audio field, I thought I should chime in on this and give my opinion of what I believe what was happening. Somebody thought it was uh every, everybody's dogs were going berserk during the black national anthem, the DEI national anthem at the uh at the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden through the PA came this loud beep, 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 beep. I'm gonna play it. It's about seven seconds in here. Take a listen. Pause. All right, so everybody's like, what the hell was that? Why was there a beep, beep, beep? Is this a, they're infiltrating our minds. This is some COVID operation, blah, blah, blah. Okay, hold on, let me remind this again. Let me play it for you one more time. If you notice in the music what's going on here, there's a pause. You've got a bunch of people that are behind this girl that's singing, and they don't have inner monitors or any monitoring of any time, and they need to come in with a background vocal immediately after the pause, which is hard to judge, and it's hard to hear in that stadium. So let's watch it one more time, and I'll tell you my opinion. Boom. See- rewind
4: see song.
0: yeah they pumped a little clip of the click track into the pa so everybody would know when to start going Ooh, like this girl in the background let me get my face out of the see how she came in with the ooze right down there is beep 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 and if you notice that that beep 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 is perfectly in time with the song it's a it's a it's like a six eight feel or something like that beep 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 beep, beep. The Yeah, so no conspiracy there. Sorry, people that are delving on that one. That's just a click track coming through the PA. I don't know what the big deal is. Can, kind of low budget that they did put the click through the PA. They could have put a monitor in front of these girls or something like that. I don't know. It's not me. I wasn't on the job. Uh, I'm going to skip this story. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. Okay, so what? I'm not going to skip it. Elon Musk post tweet, tweeted this out, or he x it out what do you call a tweet now that we're on X? Is it still a tweet or is, did you post an X? I don't know. It's just confusing. I don't know why Elon had to change the name of the whole platform. It's, it's fine, but whatever. Um, so hold on. Let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. Let me stop this real quick. Let me go back up. Uh, this is Elon Musk. And he posted, this is insane. And I'm like, well, what's insane? Now I got to read this. What's going insane? Uh, and this is, he was reposting a poster named JD Vance. I'm not too sure who is JD Vance. He's a Christian husband, dad, us Senator for Ohio. Oh yeah. I know that guy's name. Um, so JD Vance said, I just sent the below memo to every one of my Republican colleagues in Congress buried in the bills. Text is an impeachment time bomb for the next Trump presidency. If he tries to stop funding of the Ukraine war. Uh, we must vote against the disastrous bill. So th- what it was is there's a bill that's going through uh, Congress, and the kicker in there, it's it, 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 and this is just a memo that Mr. Vance sent out to the rest of the Republicans, but the supplemental impeachment time bomb, he's sa- he's claiming that in this bill, I don't know if it got passed or not, but President Trump has said in regard to the war in Ukraine, we got to get the war settled, and I'll get it settled. He has stated multiple times that he would resolve the war in 24 hours. Well, the problem with the bill is it includes 1.6 billion for foreign military financing in Ukraine and 13.7 billion for the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative. These funds expire on September 30th, 2025, nearly a year into the possible second term of President Trump. These are the exact same accounts President Trump was impeached for because he paused it in December 2019. Every single House or a Republican voted against the impeachment resolution. So here we go. Here's the summary in a nutshell. If President Trump were to withdraw from or pause financial support for the war in Ukraine in order to bring the conflict to a peaceful conclusion over the objections of career experts, it would amount to the same fake violation of budget law from the first impeachment under the markedly similar facts and circumstances. Uh, So basically what he's saying is this bill is like safeguarding Congress that's already prepping for Trump as a president. And they're just kind of like, you know, making it. So it's already built in there that once Trump's president, he stop he tries to stop funding the Ukraine, boom, impeach, 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 because when they can't get enough millions of impeachments going on against Trump, somebody needs to redo the presence of the United States of America song the millions of peaches and turn it into millions of impeachments waiting for Trump, something like that. I'm sure we can come up with something real quick. It's not that complicated. Uh, college boys. Now this was at the coastal Carolina university and I was watching this and this just does seem uh, like, like it is a, a little bit of the, uh, mud bogging college kids at this university, but I'll tell you what, they are all about Trump. Now, Benny Johnson posted this and Benny Johnson said that this is a woke college, our shocking reporter, Um, After they're enthusiastically endorsing Trump outside his rally, I actually looked up Coastal uh, Carolina Coastal College. I couldn't see any other than the fact that it's a public college and most public colleges are woke to begin with. I couldn't see anything defining that really threw them off as being more woke than your typical college. But here's these students. Now, I I love how the reporter here is just trying to bait these kids with every catchphrase he can. Uh, But let's watch this. This is uh, college kids. Going nuts for Donald Trump, and if you notice here... If you notice here, uh, it, it must be a gentleman that didn't notice that Biden had the commercial that we started off the show with. Uh, he didn't see that commercial where Biden was having fried chicken and hamburgers with the back, black family, because if he saw that, I'm sure he would have been won over and not leading the chant like he is right here with these college kids. But here we go. Take a little listen. South Carolina. Nikki can't get any love in South Carolina either. No, no, no. Why are, why, let me ask you, why are you guys MAGA? Why are you Trump? Why do you support
1: Trump so much? Like, Liberty and justice for all. Hey Amen. That's what he's not getting. Is it crazy? Close, hey, it? The, borders. There, Close there. the borders! Close Get the borders! Close the borders! We do not like the propaganda. We're here for the truth. That's it. Get Sleepy like Joe out of here! Get Sleepy Joe out of here! Where do you, you got to go? About CNN, MSNBC, all hey, of the other hey, people. Hey, hey, The country's gone. That the next generation, your generation, isn't smart, it, it, like, is all, all live cards, all brain dead. What do you tell them? So I'll tell you what there's a lot of propaganda going on. There's only real people out here that understand the real media. Yeah. We understand the truth. We like people that are truthful. So, no.
2: We're for the truth. That's it, man. That's it. That's right. No pressure, no pressure, guys.
1: But the future of our country is on your shoulders. It's on him. Are you guys? On him. Are, do we have men and women, or is it soy boys?
0: Oh, come on, get him.
1: Women with balls. No sissies. Oh, no. No
4: sissies.
0: I mean, I, 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 I appreciate the fact that these kids are pro. Pro freedom, but I mean, uh, they got to realize you're getting baited in when they're you know sissies, you know. Just I don't know, whatever. But it is it is refreshing to see a college campus where uh, kids are bucking the system. But this definitely looks a this crowd. You know, Coastal Carolina University. I I don't, don't want to say it out loud, but they look like you know they're 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 uh, they would not be offended if their cousin. Hit on them at a family reunion. I'm just saying they're a little, a uh, little mud bog and a uh, little, little incestuous looking the way they're carrying on. I don't know. More power to them. I, I do. I would rather see this than you know the other shit that goes on at universities. But here, let's go. Of course, we know Kanye is going to back Trump. I don't even know why this is shocking news. But Kanye was quit uh, was caught on a camera uh, wholeheartedly in endorsing his boy. Trump. Here we go. Check it out. Here's Kanye. We still in Trump? Yeah, of course. It's Trump all day. What yeah. you talking about? You yeah. know what it is? I we still backing Trump? I played it twice. It's Trump all day. What yeah. you talking about? You yeah. know what it is? I Trump all day. You know what it is. Michael Rappaport, I was, I was listening to him on the PBD podcast. Uh, you know, he's a... He's a yeah, I believe he was given the black card by somebody. I'm not too sure who it was. Maybe it was just because he bro- grew up in the Bronx. Uh, but uh, the, the, there's a word for... Anyways, um, he was kind of undecided, but he was definitely giving Trump a, a a a a little bit of grace. I think we've I think America is giving Trump a little grace on the fact that they realize that, yeah, Trump isn't presidential. Yeah, he runs his mouth. Yeah, all this, but you know what? It all boils down to how much money was in our pockets, what the economy was doing during the time of his presidency. So I think a lot of people are starting to give a little more grace to Trump. and they're like, you know what? Uh, we will talk. We will take a president that, uh, you know, sets the economy straight, gets us out of all these wars, as opposed to a president that is concerned with shrinkflation. I mean, we started off the show. That's all Biden could talk about was shrinkflation. All right. We're rumbling through the news, rumbling through the news. Uh, This is going to get the rumor mill started. Uh, Vivek was uh, 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 spotted at the conservative deep deep state capital of Mar-a-Lago walking around with Trump there's not really anything here other than the fact that Vivek is hanging out with Trump. Is he going to be the next vice president? Who knows. Let's let's see if we can read the body language. <laughs> are they playing macho man what song is that hold on i you know what forget the vivek and the trump i want to know what song they're playing hang on a second let's listen oh ymca ymca perfect song for getting uh, really aggressive in your campaigning. just pull out the good old ymca Uh, Sounds like it's being played at, uh, by a live band at Mar-a-Lago. Is that Vivek's wife? Is that Vivek's wife there? All right. Melania looking young as ever. Um, Melania, you know, one of the hottest first ladies we've ever had. I'm not afraid to say it. Okay. All right. All right. There it is. There it is. There it is. Vivek, is he going to be VP? Why is he hanging out at Mar-a-Lago? Are they According to the Babylon Bee, you know, they made that 7-Eleven joke and I was going to capitalize on the 7-Eleven joke and say another 7-Eleven joke, but that'd be racist. That'd be wrong. And that is not what I promote here by any means. Tucker on Russia. Now, I don't know how many of you saw the Putin interview with Tucker and, you know, he's uh, he's getting a lot of flack for doing that. I don't I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand why any journalist uh, I mean, if Tucker wanted to interview Hitler. I think that should be aired, and I think it would be of interest of the American people to see uh, what the hell Hitler has to say. Um, and I don't believe Putin is Hitler by any means, uh, but he caught a lot of flack for that. But, you know, the interesting thing was Tucker spent some time over in Russia, and uh, he he takes a few seconds to talk about the city of Moscow and how it's— how it's cleaner than any city in the United States. Now, a lot of people are going to be offended by this. A lot of people are going to be, how, d- how dare you, Tucker, say that Russia's nicer than... Well, you know what? We've got cities like San Francisco where there's a poop map app where people are pooping on the streets. We've got our big cities where Walmart and other companies have to move out because they can't even do conduct business anymore. in and out just had to move out of Oakland. Yeah, our cities are a shitstorm right now, and, the, and it's a sad day. It's a sad day that Tucker realizes you go to someplace like Moscow, and it's in better shape than our big cities. This has nothing to do with patriotism. Patriotism. It has nothing to do. I mean, you can live under the false reality believing that America's the best, the greatest thing and every class of everything, hands down. We're number one. We're number one. But we're not. We're not. And it's unfortunate that one of our longest-running enemies, Russia, which Cold War and all this other kind of stuff. Now we're in war with Russia right now in the Ukraine. Um, they seem to have a better management team. Forget the communists. Forget the socialism. Forget all this other kind of stuff. How are they managing the streets? What, what What is the atmosphere of their country? Well, Tucker has a lot to say about it. Here we go.
5: What was radicalizing, very shocking and very disturbing for me was the city of Moscow, where I'd never been, the biggest city in Europe.
0: Now, everybody's going to ignore the fact he said what well, was very disturbing to me because nobody wants to go to Russia and, and look at the streets and look at the co- continent countenance of the people and say, holy crap, they're doing better over here than we are at home. Uh, that's why he said it's it was very disturbing to me nobody's going to mention that in the mainstream media they're going to jump to him praising russia and they're going to forget the whole part of him saying that it was very disturbing but i'm going to rewind it to the top i'm not going to interject let's listen to this one more time
5: what was radicalizing very shocking and very disturbing for me was the city of moscow where i'd never been the biggest city in europe 13 million people and it is so much nicer than any city in my country i had no idea my father spent a lot of time there in the 80s when he worked for the U.S. government and barely had electricity. And now it is so much cleaner and safer and prettier aesthetically, it's architecture, it's food, it's service, than any country, city in the United States that you have to, and this is non-ideological, how did that happen? How did that happen? And at a certain point, I don't think the average person cares as much about abstractions as about the concrete reality of his life. And if you can't use your subway, for example, as many people are afraid to in New York City because it's too dangerous, you have to sort of wonder, like, isn't that the ultimate measure of leadership? And that's true, by the way, it's radicalizing for an American to go to Moscow. I didn't know that. I've learned it this week. To Singapore, to Tokyo, to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Because these cities, no matter how we're told they're run and on what principles they're run, are wonderful places to live. That don't have rampant inflation, where you're not going to get raped. Sir, excuse
0: and so, me. What is that? What was? All right. Okay. We get it. We get it. Uh, I, and I think I kind of explained myself on that going into this video. Uh, it is sad. It is sad. But. It's the reality. It's, it's, it's far, how far we've let this country just degrade itself into the cesspool of sewer that it is. And then I saw this other story and I'm not condoning this. I'm not, I'm not promoting this by any means. Um, but there was this, uh, this, this Canadian farmer that wanted to, he wanted to escape the tyrannic rule of Canada. And so where did he go to find his freedom? Well, Russia. The problem is most of this interview is in Russian, and so I'm going to skip to another article. But here, let me just give you a visual so you can see what's going on. Kids can sit on
5: the beanbags? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't. Uh, Well, Canada's not the same country. All right,
0: I'm going to jump to another interview. So this is a Canadian farmer that moved to Russia, uh, he brought eight kids with him, and I did find this other little instance, a little clip of him of what he had to say. Let me start this from the top. This is him being interviewed on a podcast, and it's just it's just, it's just, just coincidentally, Tucker's talking about it, and then here this guy goes. Take a little listen to what this Canadian farmer had to say.
5: They're twisting all of it around, right? What's, what's black is white. What's up is down. What's left is right. Everything is getting messed up, and I think we've seen a lot of that in the last five years, a lot of misinformation uh, that they print as fact. Well, we still see it. I mean, uh, Joe and I had an interview recently we discussed that too. the Western media is constantly pumping negatives about Russia. When you come over here and you realize how lovely these people are. Is there anything that you could change, for example, any kind of policies that you would implement if you had the power or the authority to do so in Canada uh, that could possibly change things for the better? Does that include removing leadership? You speak freely. I think Trudeau would have to go. That would be number one. Him and his and his whole uh, policies for sure. Liberal, the liberal-minded policies have have uh, done a lot of damage.
0: There we go. Okay, who would have thought? Who would have thought that we'd live in a time where a Canadian farmer, Canadian obviously conservative farmer, conservative as far as he doesn't agree with what Justin Trudeau is doing over there, a Canadian farmer would move to Russia to feel like he is in more of a place that relates to his morals and values. Unfrickin' believable. Unfrickin' believable. You know, but here we are in the United States. We've got a, you know, I'm pretty damn libertarian. In other words, uh, I am conservative, but I also believe that, you know, if you want to do some weird stuff or, I don't care who you're having sex with as long as you're not hurting anybody else and it's all consensual and if, as even as far as drugs. If you want to do drugs and you're not robbing from people to pay for your drugs and you're just cooped up in your little trailer park somewhere and you're just blowing your brains out with meth or whatever you want to do, as long as you're not hurting anybody else and you're just self-destructing yourself, I really don't give a crap. So I'm pretty libertarian. So, I mean, if, if a male wants to go around and wear high heels, I don't care about that either. That's your own thing. But I do come to a position where like there's there, there is some type of a line in the sand uh when these nut jobs are instructing our children and they, I, I, this i I don't know what to think of this video because i i it's nothing major it's nothing major but just just take a look how does this make you feel about this being the the leadership the people that spend more hours a day with your children than probably you do uh when they behave in this type of a way. In a normal day,
1: these
2: are my shoes. But
0: sometimes,
2: hell, I like to look
0: sexy. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what to think here. Oh, he's going to burst a oh, blood vessel no. because oh, I oh, just diswise. do you like that when He I'm a little closer, sexy boy. Yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Is it the end of the world? No. I, I, I wonder what age kids he's teaching. I mean, people have the right to express themselves however they want you. Ah, this was a weird one. This is a weird one. I think, I think parents should have the right to be able to take their kids out of this guy's class. If they don't agree with his choices. I agree in parents' choice on that. And, um, it's just weird it's just weird. Do I think there should be more laws on the books? Like if, Oh, if you're a teacher, you have to, uh, dress according to your assigned gender. Uh, no stilettos, no, no lingerie in the classroom. I don't think more regulation is the right. I think the only answer here that I can find for this kind of stuff is, uh, as a parent, if this is your teacher, um, I believe you should have the right to remove your kids from this class. And there's going to be plenty of parents on the other side of the aisle that want to expose their kids to all kinds of, weird stuff and they take pride in that and they can fill up his class with you know all the purple and blue haired moms can come and show up uh you know transgender parents and stuff they can support this um but man what would i do should there be a law against this no i don't think so but am i okay with it man And my kids in elementary and i got this teacher prancing around like a unicorn in high heels and pants i don't know i just don't it doesn't reflect it doesn't reflect my beliefs. And I know my beliefs are very unpopular with a large group of people in this United States. Um, it's weird because it's, it is a somewhat innocent video. It's just a teacher wearing high heels. What's where's the harm in that Jake? Where's the harm in that? The only thing I could say is parents should have the right to be able to remove their kids from that classroom. Ah, Man, what a, what a conundrum of thought. I need to have somebody on here to actually discuss this with, but it's a, that's a humdinger. That's a humdinger. All right. You know what? I'm going to wrap up the show right there. This has been Jake on the Daily News. Uh, It's been super busy, so I wasn't here all last week, but I'll tell you what, I'll get back to you guys later. Uh, Let's listen to a little bit more of this uh, Beyonce on the way out. We got it? Hold on. Let me turn up the volume. Country Beyonce, wrapping it up for us. The queen of the Illuminati, which we touched on earlier. She's done her own Super Bowl uh, items that have been called out with Illuminati references, too. Anyways, this is Jake. Subscribe, like uh, to the channel. I'll be back to you soon. Take it easy.